Hello and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Sorry for the delay, guys. This is... Uh... Today is April 23rd, 2021. Redeem MPC does conduct Zoom calls every single day. For those people who are here, please raise your hands in the Zoom, not in a hand like this. Uh, you will be announced with your name to answer the, uh, we will answer your questions. Please limit your questions to only two questions, guys. Paridi. Hi, Rahul. Um, this is Paridi. Um, I have a question like my, I'm currently on L2. So uh, my uh, H1 is picked in the lottery. And currently I'm on L2 status. So my husband's L1 and my L2 are maxing out on June 12th. So I want to know mm-hmm. how to stay in US until 1st of October. Uh, you can file a B2 application, request them that you're staying here until the approval of the October 1st. Uh, I would rather call it as a B1 rather than B2, okay? So not B2, you're saying B1. B1, yeah. Um, however, there is a chance it may not work out though. I've seen denials of the B2 applications, B1 yeah. and B2 applications directly even without issuing an RFE. Um, mm-hmm. So there is a chance that may happen. If that happens, then you'll have, you, you guys have to go outside the country to get the stamping. So another thing is my uh, husband is doing a college from here and he has filed mm-hmm. his one in change of status, but that time we didn't file for my F2. So can we file for my F2 instead of B1 right but now? But did it, did it F1 got approved? No, it's just, uh, still under process. It's been five months. It's biometric. Pro- so. Yeah, he's he still need to file a B1 or B2 to get the F1 approved. The reason is that you have to maintain the legal status until your F1 is approved. Okay, okay. So you have to apply for B2 either way. But as I, as I said to you, it may not work out for you. They may deny, I've seen that, hey, you applied for H1B. Why are you applying for this one? They may automatically yeah. deny. When you're filing, make sure you mention that you filed a H1B. Though. Okay. Or you indicate that you're filing for H1B. Okay, so he also cannot stay in US if he doesn't get the approval uh, before 12th. By- by by June, he cannot stay. He still needs to file a B2, B1 or B2. Oh. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So Next much. person, please. Bhavin. Uh, hi, Rahul. I had a question. My wife is. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Uh, my wife is currently on. Uh, she was on H4 in uh, uh, as of uh, September 2020. And because uh, we applied for an extension via my H1B extension. But um, the biometrics didn't come through and uh, she was forced to go on H1B. And she had mm-hmm. one year remaining on her original six-year quota. 
which mm -hmm. now expires in uh, December. So mm -hmm. my question was, um, do we need to, we already filed uh, H4, uh, 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 H4 extension in September. And now mm -hmm. uh, in December, we filed for uh, H4 to H1 transfer, which got approved. So she's legally here working on H1 right mm -hmm. now. And uh, mm -hmm. my question is, do I need to file, do we need to file uh, again uh, a new H4 since the first one was change of status and this is extension? Uh, other way around. Wait, 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 wait. The one you filed in September, was that an extension of status? Yes, sir. And later on, you filed for a change of status from H4 to H1 and got that one approved. That's right. 99.9% .9 of the time, her previous H4 will be approved. You don't have to file one more H4 though. Just in case, if it ever touches all the way to December though, as a precaution, I may want to file one more H4. Okay. But mostly, mostly 99.9% .9 of the time, that H4 should be approved. Okay. Yeah, and she can she can switch. Uh, her status will What's be that? H4 as soon yeah, as as soon as, as soon as soon as she gets the H4 approval and EAD approval, yeah, she her H1B is out. The last action rule works, and her H4 is out, and she's an H, her H1B is out. She's an H4. Okay, thank you. Once sir. H4 is out, next person, please. Kila. Uh, hello, Rahul Karu. Uh, this is my question. Uh, my H4 EAD has been pending for ten months now. I left my job mm -hmm. because of that. Uh, and applied for H-1B recently. My application got picked in the lottery. However, I don't have a job right now. Is it like I have to leave my H-1B also because I could not file the documentation before 30th of June? Uh, how does it work? You already have the H-4 extension pending, is it right? Yes, sir. Okay. So this company, is, are they filing H-1B or are they not filing H-1B for you? Uh, I filed a H-1B through a different consulting firm. You said the lottery got selected, but you didn't file the H-1B yet. Yeah, because I don't have a project right now. Uh, they did not file that yet. Uh, they still have time till June 30th is what they said. Yeah, if the project is not there, you can't file the H-1B, ma'am. So I have to leave my H-1B till I get my H-4 year approved, right? There is no leaving. You are never on H-1B to leave. Okay, okay. I mean, I cannot uh, apply for my doc. I mean, I cannot send my documentation because I don't have my project. If you don't have a project, you can't apply for H-1B. Okay. And you are not in H-1B, so you're still on H-4 extension. You're in yeah, safe and you're in legal status. Nothing wrong with it. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Natarajan. Yeah. Um, thank you, Rahul, for taking my question. So uh, I filed my adjustment of status uh, in October 2020. Uh, this was filed under EB2, um, but I also have an approved EB3 with the same company. Um, mm -hmm. Now that the EB3 priority date is uh, <sighs> 2011 of February minus Jan, Feb 2000, no, I'm sorry, Jan 2011, I'm wondering if I can do something uh, about you know if, using if, the EB3. If, if I were you, I would yeah. not interfile EB3 right now. Legally, you are allowed to say, hey, buddy, now considering my, consider my EB3, not EB2. The transition process is not that easy. So I would okay. not do, I would stay for a while, maybe later on decide what I want to do. But every month, I'm not going to change my mind. Please, believe me, 
you're going to be end, okay. ending up like me in los angeles lines whichever line i stay is always backlog i don't know why okay okay i would not okay. if i were you now i may go wrong you know you can come after six months saying rahul you're wrong absolutely wrong you can say that that's fine and believe me there are people who are who say i'm wrong okay. then they have they have all rights to but if i were you i would not do next so, person please okay if i okay. yeah sorry go ahead no i was i was just thinking i mean if even if uh, the eb2 becomes current for me in like uh, in next three months bulletin Mm-hmm. Um, by doing an interfiling right now, I'll be three months ahead of the curve. Is what I was thinking. But no, if the, if the process is cumbersome, that doesn't that doesn't work that way. They are already pre-adjudicating the files, though. Um, the officers have been clearly indicated that the prioritizers are going to move fast, and they are already pre-adjudicating the files. I've seen that. Okay. How do I okay. know that they are pre-adjudicating the files? You may ask a question, and, and then I've been criticized recently in the YouTube by other. people um was that how do i know there is no interviews for the 485 application simple thing i do family immigration i do practice in the family immigration when we don't file the medicals they are telling us hey either you submit us the medicals or you bring it to the interview but for people like you what they are telling us give your medicals to us why are they telling us to give the medicals why can't they tell us to bring it to the interview they are not giving that option they are issuing an rfe they are not suggesting give me your medicals it's a part of the documentation so that says very clearly to me that they have made a decision that they are not going to interview you oh okay next person please thank you diva priya um so i i joined in behalf of you priya i have a um, question uh, related to my spouse's h4 um mm-hmm. so um i was with employer a and uh, when my h1b extension was going on um, her uh, my spouse's h4 extension also happened along with my employer a and she has valid h4 visa till uh, 2022 june um mm-hmm. so when i transfer my employer um uh, then employer b also filed with uh, her h4 um, along with my h1 mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. i did not move to employer b but instead i mm-hmm. moved to employer c and again to employer mm-hmm. d so i got a denial notice for employer b's h4 uh, whichever they filed um, because she did not go for biometrics so my question is that should i take any why did not she went for biometrics because that uh, we did not think that employer b h4 was, should should be uh, considered we can abandon it because we already had an approval notice for h4 yes for a different company not bad idea bad idea keep going so my question uh, should we re- respond now i moved to employers because i did not join employer b right so i i did not even join so then no, i joined me. Anyway, I joined employer C now, and C also filed an H four extension, and which is mm-hmm. uh, in process now. Mm-hmm. So my question: Should I take any action on this denial notice now? No, there is nothing you can take any action on the on that one. It is such there is nothing you can do though. But I'm a bit worried. No, she already have an approved. She already have an approved She's, notice. until she has an approval until june 2021 is right 2022 22 it is a 20 2022 is it with employer a it is with employer a ah okay yes yes fine that's fine 
you're you're fine you don't have to do anything you're good uh, but uh, even though i moved to an employer c uh, it's okay right she has an h4 approval. perfectly fine you're right the e, h4 is given to your wife it is yeah. not given to your employer h1 is not given to you it is yeah. given to your employer as okay. long as she's married to you as yeah. long as you maintain the h1b it yeah. doesn't matter whose h4 it is perfect that's what i want to confirm and next then, time don't mm-hmm. miss biometrics okay well, that makes sense so in 2022 when she apply again for external uh, sorry extension she should give which ex, uh, approval notice she should give the employer as approval notice right as is her previous um approved yeah, you still notice. you still have employer d's or employer c's still pending is right yeah that's right that's right yeah if by if by june if to if by 2002 that if that gets approved you're good if that doesn't get approved she's going to give she's not giving employers ash4 remember h4 is hers not employers okay okay, okay. so what if that new extension got denied or anything happens with my employer d or the h4 which is in process now should, should she do anything I'm, about it no she should not do anything there is nothing you can do about it okay. but i'm bit a little bit worried if they would deny that one also because they are reusing the e, uh, biometrics yeah. so just in case she gave biometrics before, for that oh she gave she biometrics for that gave, uh, then then that, you yeah. don't do anything you're good you're good don't do anything okay. it shall be in a good shape okay, okay, okay then perfect thank, thank you jackson so i have my question um, i have a project date is june 22nd of uh, 2017 so uh, uh so as i've seen many videos of you and i'm trying with my employer so he's also supporting to downgrade to the ed3 so uh, how how optimistic are you uh going forward well, i'm 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 definitely pretty optimistic though but i'm not sure if it's going to be ed3 though okay i would need be to do um so i i don't know i i don't know um, eb2 and eb3 according to me will move just like los angeles highway the one which you are in is always delayed remember we all thought eb2 is going to be faster everybody was in eb2 boom eb2 got denied now what happened the entire people move from eb eb2 to eb3 all the way from may, may 1st of 2011 to december 31st of 2014 everybody moved to eb2 guess what that's going to be sorry eb3 that's going to be clogged so i am expecting eb2 and eb3 movement very similar to that of los angeles highways also uh, on that uh, uh, the traffic as you mentioned can we know how much pending applications by year or you know how much people are involved? they they it's kind of wild speculation at this point of time there were a lot of speculations people where there were rumors nothing has been proven at this point of time um i would more rely on the department of state though uscis used to publish the record how many employment based 485 applications are pending and what is their underlying priority date under eb1 eb2 eb3 and so on and so forth they used to publish it they no longer publish it right now so i am assuming that the state department has definitely that idea and that based on that they are projecting that the final action dates should move all the way to january of 2015 by september of 2015 which is only like 
five months. That's what that guy said. I assume that he has much more information than you or I. Okay. So, Next uh, person, please. Sorry. So last one question. So uh, uh, last year, the dates were published as uh, Jan 15, uh, sorry, 1st of Jan 2015. Then it moved to one year, Jan uh, 1, 2014. So why did it happen? And, and uh, you know, will that well, all of us, uh, well, it could, it could, it could. All of a sudden they realized that, oops, there are too many people. One, one thing what Charlie was, I think so was, unaware was that he was not expecting all these people to downgrade. I'm not sure whether he was aware that a downgrade process is there or I'm not sure if he thought that all the companies would downgrade. Believe me, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I did not expect Apple, Google, Facebook, Intel to downgrade. I did not expect though. I did not. Pepsi, Coca-Cola, American Airlines, United Airlines, Verizon. I did not expect all these companies to do downgrading. I only thought it's going to be only, a lot of people said, ah, downgrading is illegal. We, are, you know, we know all the things, right? So no, no, it's not illegal. It's perfectly legal. I mean, so we did not expect them to do it, but they did. And that's the miscalculation. Charlie did it. And that's the reason he moved. Now, that is my guess. Okay. That's just an answer. You. Next person, please. So, anyway, all are my opinions, not the facts, especially in these kind of things. Oh, I have an approved I1 body in the 1A category. It was mm -hmm. petitioned by my employer. Yes. It was approved in mid of October last year. The priority date. Did you say did you say EB1A or EB1C? EB1A. Okay. Okay. Employer petition. Mm -hmm. The priority date is July 2020. It's, it was approved in mid-October last year. Mm -hmm. uh, the 485 was received by USCIS on December 2nd. Mm -hmm. And Supplement J was also filed with that. Of the, course. The employer filed mm -hmm. the, the Supplement J, even though it was EB1A. Uh, so my question is, when can I change jobs? And does my new employer need to file Supplement J? Well, the reason why your employer or your lawyer choose to include the supplement J was you emphasized many times that this AB1A is not a self-petition one. It is petitioned by the employer. EB1A could be petitioned by you personally or by employer. But in this particular case, you told me very clearly it's done by your employer. So since it's been done by employer, and it's not filed along with the 485 application, your lawyer is correct in filing the 485J supplement. Absolutely. Now, can you now move to a different job? Yes, you are under the 180 day rule. You can, but unlike the EB2 and EB3, for you, the bar is very, very high for 485J supplement. I would avoid moving if possible. Is, did your biometrics happen? Not yet. Not yet. Um, there is a chance that you may get the green card you know, within like 15, 20 days after your biometrics happen. I should be for not, that. I would, under EB1 is a little bit EB1A and that to employer petition, moving out to a different job under 485J supplement after 180 days, it's a lot of risk. I would avoid it. 
Okay, but after I get my EAD, uh, I can uh-huh. move, right? You can, but remember the bar that you have is higher. The company requirements are very stricter. The position requirements are more stricter. When it comes to EB2, I tell them, you're a software profession. You're going into software. That's it, buddy. Previously, you're doing Java. You're doing SAP. It's still damn software. You're good. But that's not the way I treat you, though. I will try to avoid it possible. I'll go to the next caller, please. Uday. Thank you, Rohan. So uh, my current H1B visa is like max audit is next April uh, 2022. And my current employer is going to file the preview languages in this May. And I have mm-hmm. due to the COVID and I have less time. So if, mm-hmm. I, if I have to leave the country, so can my employer apply for my I-140 if, once it process everything gets through if I'm in India? Or should I be in here yes. only? Okay. There are many different ways you can extend your life. COVID, the, in the Chinese principles, there is a proverb there, there is. When there is a crisis, there is an opportunity. You got it? So okay. pandemic creates opportunities. Pandemic allows people to work remotely. So I don't know if your company allows you to work remotely right now. Go straight to work in India for three months. Okay. You see the, my, 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 my issue? If you work for a couple of months, not in the serious condition right now, but just in case things are a little bit more clear, work more outside the country. And you know the rule is right. The six-year rule. Yes. If you spend two months outside, you can add that two months. You know the rule is right. Yes, yes. So, so, so right now, there are a couple of different ways you should try to maximize. Spend much time outside the country, number one. Yes, to answer your question, even if you are outside the country, even if you don't have the H-1B, even if you are in, in, in not working for the company, they can still file the labor, they can still file the I-140. Okay, and I have one, one more question. When I was the previous mm-hmm. employer, uh, they filed a firm for me, a firm got approved, but I-140 got denied. So mm-hmm. is there any way that I could ask them to apply for an I-140 once again? Uh, you can ask. You can ask. I can ask you a billion dollars. Can I not ask you a billion dollars? Yes. I just asked. Give me a billion dollars. Please. I beg you. So yeah, there's nothing wrong in asking the question. Yeah, if they do it, that's perfectly all right. What was the reason why it's been denied? And if it can be overcome, I would really want that company to file it again, if possible. The reason is that you'll be able to retain the priority date and there are a lot of advantages if you do so. Next person, please. Anika. Hi, I'm Rahul, sir. Um, my name is Pratik. I work for my current employer where my I-140 got approved on March 26th this year. I got a mm-hmm. new opportunity. And uh, mm-hmm. if I move before the 180-day rule, um, would would I be still able to retain the priority date? My priority date is um, June 24th of last year. Yeah, I'm on my EB2. Got the point. The rule says that the I-140 must not be withdrawn within 180 days after it's been approved. Now, main question that pops up is, when would your company withdraw the I-140? So I can request them not to withdraw, but uh, if they withdraw it, would my priority date still count? No, it does not count. You lost the and, entire thing, what you build on. Okay, so it's a serious thing because I, I read somewhere saying that if they withdraw it, saying that it's a fraud, then you're in trouble. But it, No, regular- that, is after, that is after 180 days. 
if it's if it's fraud after 180 days the priority date cannot be changed if it's been withdrawn within 180 days you cannot so if i okay. were you if i were you i would not try to buy a given installment basis to rahul's ferrari car i would stick with the company for a while and get the 180 days and then move because believe me priority date is very important it's not priority date your spouse can get, apply for the h4 extension your h1b can yes. be extended uh, beyond my year. spouse applied for my h4 ead last month so oh, that's, that's fine so if, if i move that, but still that, yeah if you move uh, yeah you, you lose you lose the priority date you lose the priority date Uh, if if he doesn't withdraw then it, it it i would be good right after one eight right That's right did you say did you say your spouse has an i140 approval no my spouse uh, applied h4 last month based on my i140 approval it's pending h4 now. eed h4 yes. eed so EAD. i do not want uh, and 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 don't it's not easy to go ask an employer hey look employer i don't like you i don't like your company i'm going to leave but please don't withdraw the i140 that's not easy task yeah you're right but yeah. um, that's all i can tell you it's up to you guys you know i'll, I'll that's all that's i wish you best of luck next all right, thank you thank you lakshmi i have a question rahul my h4 ead will be expire in september and we are in the process to applying h4 extension i'm expect mm-hmm. i i hopefully i will expect uh, my biometry will be on 2 uh, to 3 months so my question is after i provided my biometrics biometrics do i uh, shall we uh, go to india uh, for any reason or if you uh, go to if you go to india okay if you go to india um what will happen is that a question yes what will happen is it impact on my h4 ead no so, it will not impact your h4 it will not impact your ead as long as you are able to come back you have you still have to get the passport stamping right to come back into the united yes. states yeah, yes. as long as you get the passport stamping and you come back into the united states your h4 and ead will be adjudicated accordingly will not have any problem now you so, may have you may have read on the internet about the abandonment of the h4 when you leave the country that is applicable if you are applying for a change of status from f1 to h4 or h1 to h4 or some other visa to h4 when it's extension you are good i don't see a problem okay and one more question so uh, yeah so if i travel uh, if i move uh, out of the usa so i need to be come back with my h4 ex- uh, after i got my h4 ead only i Uh, i need to come no. back right so you can come back before you get the h4 h4 or be- before you get the ead you can come back you can get the h1b okay. stamping h4 stamping based on your husband's h4 you don't need okay. a h4 approval you don't need okay, a h4 okay. approval okay okay next person please thank you amrit yeah rahul can you hear me yes i can very clearly okay uh, rahul uh, last year i lost the job so had to leave the country and after moving to india i got a job and uh, my new employer filed h1b to capex mm-hmm. and it got of approved course. but i could not mm-hmm. but i could not travel back to us because of the travel ban but fortunately mm-hmm. i was able to get stamping through ea and uh, came back to us on march 22nd last mm-hmm. month 
and in my hmm? i94 and uh, h1 got expired on march 29th oh my goodness uh, my employer did my employer did not file the extension uh, they mm-hmm. they filed it on april 1st but i got oh. an rf why would they I file on april 1st why would they file on april 1st they are waiting they for the i94 to be over okay so okay. am i uh, i have a job now i got a job now so am i able to work or uh, am i in status when you say you have a jo- uh, when you have a job what do you mean you didn't had a job in april when they filed the h1b now uh, that time i i was not having a job how did they file the h1b without a job they filed it through in house oh i don't discuss i don't discuss in house because approximately around 20 employers go to jail every year for in house projects and that we don't i don't want to discuss on the zoom calls so okay So now next call uh, now i mean you you are not in unla- you are you are you are accusing the unlawful presence from march of 2021 okay. to right now and if you accuse unlawful mm-hmm. presence for more than 180 days you have a three year bar so you may have to pack your bags again though okay mm-hmm. next person please raya hey rahul i have a question Stay yeah here. go ahead yes i can so we did the eb2 to eb3 downgrade in october and uh, my priority date is june 2014 and mm-hmm. um, our h1 and h4 is in the middle of extension expiring september mm-hmm. and you know the h4 what, ead deal what about what about the i140 though that you file for the downgrade is it approved so i i, I got on a call earlier with you a month back you suggested to do the premium processing i got it premium processing and approved a month okay back. good sounds good So so my question is now H4 EAD you know it takes a lot of time and her EAD is expiring in September so my question mm-hmm. is if she uses if my wife uses the um, the 485 EAD for EB3 like would we get married to the EB3 and we will never be able to use EB2 if I stay on H1 and she Oh no 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 you will get married to the you will get married to the 485 application but you can still use EB2 Also, oh, even if she uses the 485 EAD, that is by the virtue mm-hmm. of the uh, EB3 application. By the virtue of the I140 of EB3, you can right. still interfile and use the EB2. In the future, should EB2 become uh, current or anything like that? That is right. That is right. Got it. And if you go back, and if you go back to the previous statements of ours in September uh, or October, don't get married. Don't get married. The reason at that point of time we were very much worried about is we want your I140 to be approved. I don't want any drawbars to be played until your I140 is approved. And you said very clearly, I140 is approved. I140 was approved under premium processing. That that's I mean, right. Yeah. So yeah, you can you can get married and use the EB2 also right now. Got it. So the only way I would get married to EB2 is I as a primary applicant would use that EAD. No, still you you still will get married, but you still can use the EB two. In in future, if EB two line becomes current, right? No, but there are there are other ways where you cannot use the EB two. What if you leave this company, join another company, and for it by J supplement? I do not follow that, Travel. <laughs> so you have a EB two approval with this company A, is that right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. have a you have a EB two approval, EB three approval with company A. now you change the company to company c 
on EAD, okay? Okay, sorry, company B on EAD. Now, can you use company A's I1 EB2? No, you can't. Got it, got it. You're stuck with it. Yeah. Got it. And, and then 485J has to be filed for spouse as well if uh, if they use no. EAD. No, 485, 485J supplement is only for main applicant, not for the spouse. And let's say if I'm doing two jobs, if I'm doing two jobs, let's say if I have If you're like a, doing two jobs, you don't need to file 485J supplement. If the main job is with the same company, you don't have to do any 485J supplement. I'll go to the right. next and last caller today, guys. Manish? Hey, hi, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, yes. I, I have two questions. Uh, one question is, uh, now with uh, aggressively final action date moving, can it happen that final action date becomes current before somebody gets you know, their EAD or 140 approval. And if that happens, you just keep waiting or they will immediately prioritize I-140 and EAD for such person. Oh yeah, there are a lot of people whose, uh, whose green cards are getting approved without even getting EAD and EAD uh, I-131s getting approved. It's not a new practice. It's been going on for a long time. Remember I was speaking with the EB-1 guy telling him not to move out of the company. Right. EB-1s, I mean, we are getting the EB1s, EADs, the happiest denials that we get right now are the denials of the EAD and advanced roles. We deny your I-131, we deny your 765 because your green card is approved. Boom. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So, so, but, 140 will, but 140 will definitely get approved. That has to be approved. 140 has to be approved. Otherwise, 485 cannot be approved. Okay. And the second okay. question is, my family is yet to be added to my application. So I'm waiting for final action date. I, my question is from the, and they are not in America yet, the, from the day they enter on H4, is there a minimum time before we should apply for adjustment of status? Or, or, I mean, do they say, oh, you entered on H1 and next day you applied or it doesn't matter, we can apply anytime. That 90 day rule of not applying for H5 is applicable for some non-immigrant visas like B2, F1, and a lot of other non-immigrant visas. It is not applicable for H1B. It is not applicable for H4 or ever because all these visas are considered to be dual intent visas. So okay. she can land on 31st okay. and file the 485 next day. No questions okay. asked. Thank you. Um, okay, thank you guys. The next conference call will be on Monday. Sorry, I couldn't take all the people. The, uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call, Monday, 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.